This episode is brought to you by the generous donations of Irene Viarito, Elizabeth Clark, Daryl Delaney, Darren Katzka, Ryan Royce, Laura Pickren, Douglas Pop, The Cam Family, Charles Compton, Michael Clark, Rebecca Miller, David Scrams, and Dustin Troop, as well as all of our generous patrons. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your dungeon master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? Ooh. Oh boy! Ooh. Lots of ships in the harbor, yep. taking nasty shards to other big cities to cause trouble. They're about to be, have a bad day. Yep, a giant obelisk. Yeah, I'll let you guys tell the rest. Opened a portal into Mabar, probably, and. Um, Booyah would know. Yeah, there's a there's a quarry, like an actual quarry, in the room. <laughs> and the invasion starts now. Today, you didn't Today. say now. Today, we, we might have to like after lunch. We don't know. Feels, feels very nowish. <laughs> no, you're you're right. I did have the insouciance of uh, of immediacy. <laughs> um. I just, uh, the phrasing that you use really makes me think that instead of the ele- addressing the elephant in the room, it's addressing the quarry in the room in, uh, in Eberron speak. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Um, so, so yes, you all are in the red ring, in the seating, looking down over 40 to 50 inspired uh, soldiers and members of leadership um, that has seemed to somehow be connected to this portal uh, through magical means and a quarry just emerged. Um, Everyone give me an insight check real quick. Oh, excellent. Uh, 21. Okay. Also 21. Okay. Um, 16. Okay. Uh, Oriana appropriately rolled a natural one because I think, I think Oriana would probably be terrified at this point. I don't know. I mean, obviously you're more in control of the internal state of Oriana, (laughs) but my guess would be this just got realer than it's ever been. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, yes, I, I concur with that, uh, astute assessment. Um, so yeah, um, Booyah, Dex, and Barrick can all tell. I guess Rickard's been with you guys too this whole time. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Echo too. <laughs> um, um, I basically the three of you can tell you're, you're not entirely certain, but um, Bamani's about to. Bimani is about to take off sprinting. 
You just can't quite tell if it's far away from here or directly towards the quarry. Bamani? Barrack says in a stage whisper. Um, what? What? What can we do? What can we do here? Um, and you, you see Bamani about to speak and then, um, you see her kind of fight and her eyes begin to glow and you hear the voice of Katesh come out of her. It does not belong here. No, we know that. Let's destroy it now. No, but but look, look. Uh, we were told the name of the quarry that she that she's possessed by Katesh. Katesh, right? But we we were we know that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, okay. Yeah. But, um, Katesh, there's a lot of them down there. We. I mean, maybe you are capable of this. But based on the information that we have, those are some competent individuals down there. And just sheer numbers means that we're not equipped for a frontal assault on this place. I agree with you. We need to kill the quarry or drive it back into Dalcor. But... If we charge down there, the quarry is not going to be the problem. It's going to be the 40 or 50-odd inspired down there. Okay, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. Uh, 11. Um... Bamani kind of fights against Katesh, but fails. Mm-hmm. And Katesh snaps at you and says, You do not have to come, but it cannot be allowed to leave this place. <sighs> Katesh. If we were, I'm not saying this is what we should do, but if we were to enter that portal, would you be able to guide us through Mabar to Dalcor? Katesh kind of regards you for a moment. Possibly, but too much danger, too much darkness. This vessel would die. You Mm. would likely die. The darkness would overwhelm you. Um, That's what I feared. While this conversation's going on, um, Dex and Booyah, um, you, uh, you've kind of been glancing back and forth, and you've seen the quarry 
walking about the inspired soldiers. Um, and it, it's much less performative than his last line. So you can't quite make out what he's saying. Um, cause it was a booming proclamation of intent. Um, and, but some of the inspired soldiers have begun, begun funneling out. You would guess about five to six have left the Coliseum at this point. Some leave, Dex. Maybe we wait. More leave, then maybe we attack. I mean, (laughs) I mean, maybe, but also, I mean, I don't know. This sucks. Attack. Katesh sound like he gonna attack. Uh, The the quarry, while you're talking, turns and barks loud enough for you all to hear. Add more crystals. Stabilize the portal. And the portal is beginning to kind of waver, and you see some soldiers run to a large crate of kyber crystals, and you begin seeing that there are slots in the runes at the bottom that they are, like, sliding them into. It seems like the portal burns up the kyber crystal, and they have to be periodically replaced in order to stay stable. Um, Interesting. You do, however, um, note... Um, a a new form uh, begin to fight against the portal and tr- struggle oh. to emerge. Um, you this one seems more insect like. Um, you see, kind of skittering legs begin to like brace itself, and you see fluttering, floating eyes begin like coming uh. out of the portal and looking around and then you see an insectine head pop out and it kind of slithers out. It didn't need to fight as much as the other quarry. Um, and this one you hear uh, regard the other one and say well done Vanguard. What is our next move? And then they begin conferring. Booyah. Yeah. We are here. Oh. Or Gavin Brash, I need to know what's happening. Uh, if if we die here, and I'm feeling like that's not an impossibility at this stage, um, someone's got to bring this thing down. Uh, I don't know what to do here. Uh, I... Jeez. I don't know what to do here. <laughs> maybe tell. I mean, I got... we, uh, we, I think maybe tell we tell Orgev forget ship. Come here. Um, as you all are talking, Katesh, I mean, there's two of them. <laughs> as you all are talking, Katesh. There's two of them. <laughs> um, as you all are talking, uh, Katesh interjects and says, "You know what you must do until." The stones are charged. Those weapons you have are playthings. Uh, what? Uh, so we have to go. <laughs> we have to go back to three. God. I assumed you all knew that this whole time. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gene, nope. I feel like I made it clear. 
Okay, hang on. Oh my god, I would have made this. Oh, I made <laughs> such a big point about making sure we got them charged. Did we not get them charged? No, because because there was um, Jayala expressed that like it would weaken the flame somewhat, and Barrick didn't want to do that until you all knew exactly what needed to be done. Oh, this sucks. You went there with the intent of getting them charged, but then ended up not until you gained more information. I mean, if we need to go to the tape and I'm completely wrong. No, you're fair. right. Like, well, that sounds right to me. Just, we were right there <laughs> before we came here. Oh, <sighs> uh, we're so bold. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, once we are ready, we can guide you to the plane. But right now, you will die. Booyah, Sorry, there's no way that I can. There's, I can't find any way to express in Barrick's mind. Oh yeah, we forgot to do this obviously enormously important thing while we were conveniently there. A while back on our way back from Ondair, we should abandon this problem. <laughs> oh, this was player boneheadedness. I'm so mad at myself. Yep. I'm also mad at everyone else. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, what do we do? Booyah don't want to die yet. No, I mean... I I mean, that's definitely, let, let's call that plan D. <laughs> but obviously we can't leave live quarry in Stormreach. I mean, I mean, there aren't, oh my God. We'd have to, we'd have we to have teleport. no way of getting there fast. Yeah. We'd have to teleport. Which of us can do that? <laughs> well, I mean, House Who's he what sits in their circles, but I bet they're not open for business right now. I bet we could get them open. I no, mean, cause I'm because they're dragon marked. They're they're not just shopkeepers. They're not just some doofus with a wine shop. Sorry, I'm assuming they're dead. <laughs> oh, you think all the dragon marked have been killed? I mean, the... I suppose it makes sense. The sewers were literally full of dead people. Beric is assuming most of the population is dead. That's true, but we also just had to send a crowd away. I mean, like a dozen people, but yeah. And didn't, no, hey, oh no, that was the Stormlords. Because we have expressly been told things have kind of returned to business as usual as far as commerce and stuff in Stormreach. I don't remember who told us that, but it definitely happened. Oh, all the boneheaded things. <laughs> this was player boneheadedness. That's what's frustrating. Right. Characters are smarter than we are. <laughs> well, that's always been true for me, and Dex is not that smart. <laughs> Yeah, let's just say that our characters are smarter than us. They probably would have done it when we weren't paying attention. <clears throat> uh, 
back to charge just, them. Right. Well, we'll just uh, hope this doesn't get... Uh, yeah. Can we no flip a destiny way. point? <laughs> right. This, I have no idea what the right move is. Randy just rage quit. <laughs> I rage came back. <laughs> did, you, did you have any rage epiphanies? And one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it feels good to laugh again. <laughs> So, I mean, the, yeah, um, what, what are y'all going to do? Do we have to try to get to Thrain? Do we have to see if there's a, a, a teleportation opportunity? I mean, I'm sorry. It just feels so incredibly stupid to see this thing and then screen ripe to the bell ringing on the Orion. Sorry, do y'all have the so Monty Python? <laughs> Oh my god. I mean you can try to see if House Orion is still operating in the city. Jace is on his way, so you can just, you know, as as quickly as you can book it. <laughs> I mean like, that's us leaving them here for like two weeks or more. Cause that I mean like at top speed just to cross the yeah. sea. No, I, I know like Eric, how excited have you been to drop this on us and for how long? <laughs> I, I kind of feel like it makes you a bad person. Really? <laughs> to, to be this excited about it. I had honestly been assuming that you all knew that just once it was clear it was time to head to Dalcor, your plan was to head to Thrain, get them charged. I, I thought you all knew they weren't charged yet. I thought you were when, waiting until the absolute possible last second. When we turned for... Stormreach, that's when I thought it's time to head for I completely forgot that we did, that we ended up not charging them. I honestly yep. thought that we had done it. That's my no, bad just, for not bringing the Philip just forgot about it. I, I just forgot about it entirely. Ditto. Because all I remembered was Dex is waffling about asking her to do it because it seemed so important to him to get it done. I totally forgot Philip or that Barrick talked about it, like not yet. Well, because at that stage, we were told something that made it... Im- made it what? Oh, I lost you. Because at that stage, we were told something that implied that we might not even need the weapon. Right. Son of a gun. Yeah, I mean, we, we have to go. We have to try to teleport back to Thrain. There's- we, have, we have one option. We have to teleport back to Thrain. There's no way we can leave this for two weeks. Okay. Do we know where house... Is it, is it Orion? Yeah, house Orion. Um, Does Oriana know? I mean, we're almost practically in the Dragonmark district. Where we are right here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Oriana would be able to quickly, um, lead you down towards. Um, it's going to be closer to the Tower of Kolkan or Kolkaran. Um. So yeah, she can lead you all that way if you give her the go. I'm trying to think of how to deal with this in character. Um, 
Right. That's yeah. I mean, Katesh just told you so. Right. No, but there's no way that Barrett goes, Oh my God, I forgot. Um, which is of course what's happened. And so I have no idea how to, <laughs> I mean, how to could, deal with this in an honest character way. You can go with what was my honest assumption of the DM of like Barrick just waiting until the absolute last possible moment that it's clear that it has to be done now. I right, mean, this is like 40 minutes after the last possible moment. <laughs> I mean, it's very, it, it's certainly safe to say the last possible moment knock up on us. And that happens. No, I think Barrick's face sinks because he's just suddenly realized that we're entirely doomed and that we've lost because we didn't do this thing. All right. I think Dex says, <clears throat> uh, all right, here's, here's the thing. We got to go. We, we got to go find, oh, we got to teleport back to the train, right? We got to get these, we get, we got to get these things charged. And, uh, I don't, I don't know of another way to do this. If the options are die or, or, or press our, our luck to get back, go there and get back quickly. It feels like we got to try, right? Well, come back and die later. That's the spirit. Um, look, we got to go, right? We, we've got to... Oh, this sucks so much. Well, I say we better move. Go quick as can, then. I mean, if, if we are currently ineffectual, we've got to go. You're right. Oriana, do you know how house Orion is? Yeah, I can lead you there. <sighs> Follow me. And she kind of... Katash? Yes. Can you give us some time? After giving it some thought, it is clear that without this vessel to help guide you, that your mission is potentially folly. So we will hold off our vengeance until a more appropriate time. You will not regret it. We uh, shall that's see. Not a, that's not a promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oriana like kind of backs down in a, like she doesn't like pop up and walk down the stairs. So she kind of backs down and then takes off running towards the doors that you all entered through. <laughs> follow yep okay mm-hmm. um so yeah you all run out the doors immediately turn right and begin heading south through the city um based on the way you all were talking oriana has uh given up the goose for stealth and is just trying to get you all to the teleportation um the the house orion enclave as quickly as possible um so yeah you you all are able to get there quickly. Um, it seems like uh, whatever the inspired uh, soldiers were being sent out of the Red Ring to go do, it was not in the direction of the Dragon Marked Houses. Um, you uh, you see Oriana sprinting and uh, there's the, the sigil of House Orion hanging on a sign above a door and she just kind of shoulder barrels through it. Are you all just trying to keep up with her? Uh, trying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dex yeah. is keeping up with her. Um, so she slams through this door and you see a, a mild-mannered human kind of start and fall out of his chair sitting behind a desk. 
Hey, uh, sorry about that. We need to... I have very little, and his hands pop up from behind the desk, holding them in the air. But whatever you want, there's a lockbox in the back room. (laughs) All right, here's a deal. You you send us to... uh, Flamekeep. Thank you, Flamekeep. I was like, it's not Thronekeep. Uh, you sent us to Flamekeep, and we won't let anybody know that you almost just handed over a, sh- uh, a lockbox full of whatever. And he kind of pulls his hands down onto the desk and uses it to lift his um, bespeckled head uh, over the desk and regards the the multitude of people standing in his office now. Like, so if I send you to Thronekeep, you won't or Thrain, Flamekeep, you won't rob me. That is true. That is, yep, that is now the deal. Nope, that was just true. That's, it, it, that is a true statement. <laughs> All right. Um, it, it'll need to be in with the number of you uh, in, in two trips. I can do four and then two, or three and then three, but a max of four per trip. Mm, there's. Oh, Rickard. <laughs> mm hmm. He has said nothing this entire adventure, so I'm just... Uh, Yo. Okay. Beric turns to Rickard and Oriana. You two should stay here. You should get back out into the jungle. Stay safe. And he takes his sending stone and hands it to Oriana. You need to, get, you need to wave off Jace. You need to get him back out over the, over the jungle where he can be safe. If he comes into town right now, it's not going to be a good thing. Um, give me the spear. We'll go get the stones and take care of it then. So get get yourselves somewhere safe and wait for us there. I'm going to need a check. Is it pers- I mean, deception yeah. and persuasion are actually identical for Beric, so. I mean, that's the, do you intend to come back or is this you trying to Beric actually doesn't know the answer to that because Beric doesn't know if we have to come. Uh, it's not actually clear whether we have a way. Every time Beric has asked someone powerful whether they can get him into Dalcor, they've kind of gone, perhaps. So actually, Beric has no idea how we're getting into Dalcor. The Mabar gate was just a guess. <laughs> um, so. I'm I'm gonna say deception, since you're okay. you're not sure if you're you're speaking very confidently for a man that does not know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, isn't that kind of what this entire adventure has been about for Barrett? Uh that's a sixteen plus five. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Rihanna's insight modifier. She doesn't have any skill in insight, so it's uh just two. Oh, that's a nineteen. Lucky, lucky. <laughs> so she kind of is shocked and taken aback by this flurry of words that you've kind of thrown at her. And she kind of shoves the spear into your chest. <laughs> Point first. Wait now. Mur- murdering you. Uh, Twist. I should have seen it coming. A, a purplish crab-like monster emerges from Oriana. There um no she she just kind of uh flatly like hands you the spear forcefully into your chest um and in the same motion um reaches around your neck and pulls you in for a hug and says 
you better come back. Okay. So, I assume that Oriana, like all of us, wears some kind of satchel pack or something where we keep all of the various <laughs> random stuff. That's a fair assumption. Beric has a note that he would like, as she hugs him, to slip into her satchel. Okay. So if you require a check, I'll make one. I'm hoping to just let me do it because it's just narrative. There's no actual like benefit to this. Okay, I'll, I'll let it happen. This this is a if I die note. Yeah, I, I figured. Yeah. So okay, so yeah, you you slide it in as she brings you in for a hug. Um, and as that's happening, uh, Rickard addresses Booyah and Dex and extends a hand. I I don't imagine I'll see you again. I'm going to continue my mission in the jungle. So uh Barrett rounds on Rickard. But you're going to see her safe to the ship first. Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Once that's accomplished, um I'm going to go back to what I was doing. Um, I thank you all uh, for your your passage on your ship, though the uh, any kind of chuckles, the welcome could have been warmer. Um, but um, farewell. I still feel like we were justified in that. Doesn't it was mean a weird it, time. Doesn't mean it wasn't mean. <laughs> like you can be justified and be a jerk. Weird goodbye uh, there, Beric. Who uh. <laughs> <laughs> y'all shakes Rickard's hand? Dex also shakes Rickard's hand and he slides a note into his bag. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm sorry, Randy. I took a, I took I took it. I'm sorry. It took my glory. <laughs> while Dex is sliding a note into, into while Dex is sliding a note into Rickard's bag, Booyah's sliding a note into Dex's bag. Um, <laughs> anyway. It's a it's a bill for all of the things we've charged to Booyah's account. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So time is of the essence. So um All this hugging is really not lending credence to our we're going to rob you uh <laughs> bad guy a tough guy thing. Into the teleportation ring. Okay, so uh Bamani, tough, guy, tough guys can hug. Absolutely. <laughs> it's true. Bamani and the three of you step onto the circle. Wait, um, how much does how much does it cost? How much did we pay last time to do this? Didn't we do this before? You're, you're, they gave it to us free last time because Boronel was with us, so we actually don't know what it costs. And they're giving it to us free yes. this time because says, how how much cost teleport? You are not robbing me. That's the cost. Nabuya won't pay money for trip. Wait, no, you thought not, we were robbing you? We not rob. Okay. Um, no, we're here to use your business as intended. All right. Um, for, for so the world will actually end if we don't get to Flamekeep. It seems like you all are taking an awfully long time if the world was in the balance. How much trip? Hurry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hurry. Eric <laughs> um, punches him. <laughs> no, not actually. But for real, in this moment, that's not what you say. Um... Fire it up, Cliff. We need to go. <laughs> um, for Passage of Four to Flame Keep, that would be 12 gold pieces. Okay, Booyah takes out 15 and puts it on the table. 
um, he touches an implement uh, and the circle that you all are standing in begins to glow. And just before uh, you actually teleport, um, Barrick, you have a, a moment of lucidity as you're realizing that uh, teleportation for four um, from Stormreach to Flamekeep is only two gold pieces more than that cabbie charges you. And maybe that cabbie is causing a scam <laughs> in Sharn, and then you teleport. Um, that's, that's not lucidity. Barrick has known that cabbie. Oh, yeah. We've all known that cabbie was shifty. Um, so, yeah, in a moment, you are back in the House Orion um, Flamekeep uh, Enclave. Um, you, it's clear that you were not... Uh, there was no communication to receive you, so the attendants kind of like start and look over their shoulder at you. Uh, you recall that there were several circles in the uh, the Orient Enclave and Flamekeep, um, whereas there was mm-hmm. just the one in Stormreach. Um, but all of the staff are at the doorway, kind of looking oh. out. Oh, no. Crap. <laughs> what is it? What's going on? So you all kind of uh, hurriedly emerge out um, and you look... Holding so many weapons. (laughs) um, And you see um, seemingly like piercing the sky. um, You see emitting from an obelisk in flame keep. Black shadow shooting up into the sky. How did they build an obelisk in flame keep? You You gotta get the permits, man. Oh, this! Oh, we uh, it's a bureaucracy. Our, like we asked, we asked Boronel to warn everyone about these things. All right, here we go. Uh, things we know about Flamekeep. We know the direction from where we're standing to the keeper. You, you all can immediately start sprinting towards where you need to go. We're not gonna pass the obelisk or anything. No, 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 no. Like like the 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 church and where the the flame is kept is in like okay. the holiest of holy section of the city, so they're not going to let some schmuck with a uh, a per a building permit just start constructing things there. In that case, Dex looks at Barrick and says, "We will deal with this later." Do you ever get the impression that no matter how many times we've warned people about things that they've seen with their own eyes, they still just don't listen to our really clear instructions about what to warn people against? To be fair, look at us. And I start to run towards... (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, you all are are sprinting through the the streets of the city. Um, it's, It's not chaos or anything. It's not like the city is under attack. Mostly people are just kind of... Um, Why is it not chaos? Well, because they're confused. I mean, uh, it's Eberron. Like, it's magic. <laughs> like, <laughs> so they're kind of standing out in the streets, exiting their homes and shops, looking confusedly at this beam of magical energy um, up in the sky. Um, you hear, you do hear some people uh, proclaiming, um, like people on street corners that the shadow has been released and uh, fear for your lives and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Those people are reacting rationally. Mm-hmm. Um, Dex, Dex is just yelling as they run. If you're a good guy, get back inside. <laughs> if you're a good guy, go back inside. Um, so yeah, it only takes you all uh, a couple of minutes to, to sprint uh, to the, uh, well, Dex, you're you're there in about 20 seconds. The rest of you uh, will get there in a minute. 
Um, thank, thank God Dex is there to act as representative first. <laughs> hey, I, what's that one uptight guy's name? We need to talk to that one uptight guy. <laughs> no, we, no, we don't. We were told that we were allowed in. Um, That's right. We're, we're on the list. So, yeah, you run and you see some uh, some Silver Flame Paladins also standing, staring at the, the beam of light and then see... Uh, are you still in your black cloak or did you change to your white cloak? Uh, I mean, I didn't say I changed into my white cloak, so... I, either way, you look ridiculous. So, um, they see... You have a weird, weird way of saying awesome. They see an owl man in a leather suit. Um, I don't have my... I, we're not in... <laughs> I don't have my dark vision goggles on. <laughs> you always have your dark vision goggles on. Um, you don't get to decide that for me. Yes, I do. I'm arbiter of the world. Anyway, um, this call. I mean, hey, be nice to Eric. He just gave us, I just looked it up. He just gave us a 2488 2, gold piece discount on a teleportation circle. Yeah. Um, you're welcome. Um, but you told him that. Now he's going to charge that to back. <laughs> um, anyway, um, the guards see you running and is like, who are you? What's your business? Dex party of four. Tell, tell the keeper. Um, and they kind of look at each other and, um, one of them runs inside the cathedral and the other one holds up his head like, oh, just, just a moment. So there's just one between us and the door. Um, yeah, I mean, if we're actually using actual speed rules, I'm not sure you can see this interaction based on how far ahead Dex got. Like if, if everybody's just sprinting as fast as you possibly can, the only one even well, close then- is Bamani. Honestly, that guy has until Barrett gets here to get back up and let us in, or we're bum rushing through this other. <laughs> um. So yeah, Bamani is there first. Um. The other one like emerges. Barrett and Booyah, of course. Um. So uh, the other guard emerges and says that they can come in. Um. And he swings the door open. Um. Barrett, Booyah, you round the corner to see. Um. The, the door opening uh, to the cathedral um, of the Silver Flame. And, um, yeah. I mean, in a massive breach of protocol, Beric does not break stride. He is ru- he is sprinting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're boogieing in. Um, so you, you all sprint in through the doors, um, and um, you... you see standing up on the dais uh, past all the pews and everything... Uh, sitting on the throne designed as a silver flame, um, Jayala. Um, I think it's safe to say that Dex sprints right up until he remembers about that big demon dog. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. suddenly he gets a little slower. Um, yeah, so uh, Scaravosian um, kind of stands up as you sprint in and bristles um, as you all approach. Beric skids to a halt and only then drops to a knee. We need the flame. And I have pulled the stones that I had out of the bag, ready to just hand over. Because I believe I was holding all of them in my bag. Very well. Um, Follow me. And she hops down off of her throne and turns and walks behind it towards the doorway um, with uh, Scaravosian uh, right in stride with her. Um, leading you down the stairs that you've gone down before. 
Um, she uh, gets to the the room that Bornell was left in um, when um, when you all were speaking with uh, Jayala, and um, she says to you, um, are, are you still holding the stones, Dex? If, if she had put her hand out for them, I would have given them up. If not, yes, I can. No, still no, you, you still have them. She didn't take them okay. from me. Okay. Um, she said, uh, or she, she turns to you and says, um, I, this is something that you all have to do. And she kind of stands aside and gestures towards the the stairway that leads further down towards the silver flame. Wait, so we have to go address the flame directly to get this done? Eric takes one of the stones. He's walking. All right. uh, Dex is going to follow, but he's going to turn to Jelly and say, I don't even know how to address it. What do I call it? She kind of just, she doesn't even meet your eyes. She just shakes her head and gestures for you to go. All right, and then he turns and goes. I mean, okay, um, and 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 hands a rock to, uh, or hands a stone to Booya, and we only have three, right? I guess we have four because it's yeah. four weapons. Yeah, four. So Bomani, I hand the other to Bomani just so we each have one if we each have to petition individually. Yep. Okay. okay. Um. So yeah, you all um begin like. Uh, searing brightness as you descend the stairs as uh including you barrack uh just the magical energy that's brimming mm-hmm. um and um as as you descend the stairs um barrack you hear a voice mm-hmm. what I, voice i know what th- voice do i hear okay you you hear uh, Erebus. Mm-hmm. Um, Beric, I know that this is not. Um, th- this is not what you um, necessarily wanted or intended, but um, th- this will this will be the path to righting so many wrongs. I'm not doing what you asked me to do. And Beric walks over to the flame. And he drops his mask and takes down his hood and kneels in front of the flame. Um, as you're doing that, the voice responds and says, then you may as well turn around for all the good you'll do. I'm um, not killing them all. I'm going to let the cycle restart. And I hope your ancestors have the fortitude you do when this comes up again. They would be descendants. Um. <laughs> Sorry, he's been talking down to me for like a year, so it felt good. In the meantime, Dex has also knelt next to Beric. Booyah's removed his helmet and has kneeled down as well. Um, and Bamani, uh, sensing a custom she is unfamiliar with, does the same. Um, the flames begin to reach out towards the stones. 
um the the flames grow brighter um oddly not not hotter it's not burning or searing you um as the the flames kind of engulf the stones and lift them out of each of your hands um and the stones seem to be carried by the flame into the uh the column of flame that you see before you um and you can see light swirling around each of the stones um but just like when you look into the flame itself and can see um darkness within the flame you also see light and darkness uh enveloping the stones as they get um they they grow, glow brighter you see reddish spots begin to glow brightly within the flame as the stones are imbued with the power of the silver flame uh and then the stones just as they were carried in are carried out of the column and placed in each of your hands glowing so brightly that you have difficulty looking directly at them. And then the flame goes back to the way it was. <clears throat> Booyah stands up, bows to the flame. What are the rest of you doing? I mean, I, like the same-ish thing. I, I kind of look. It feels like we're done. So I saw Booyah do that, and I think, all right, yeah, sure. Eric glances over. <clears throat> Go find out how we're getting to Dalcor. I, I need a moment here. Um, Bamani takes a moment to follow the same gesture that Dex or and Booyah led with, and then turns to exit and go back up the stairs. Do the do the rest of you exit as well? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Booyah says, "No, be long, Beric. We have hurry." I know. Booyah follows him up. Um, Beric is, as they leave, um, you do note that, um, the, the searing magical energy that you experienced when you were descending the steps and first came in here, uh, is decidedly lesser. You, you're, you're less overwhelmed by the magical energy. You, you sense that the magic has been reduced by a, a good measure. Mm-hmm. Are you there? Are you actually there? Is there anyone to talk to here? Eric stands up, starts to leave, I guess. Okay. 
you ascend the stairs. Um, as Barrick uh, reaches the top of the stairs, uh, Bamani is speaking to Dex and Booyah. As soon as you all reach the top of the stairs, she had turned. Um, I believe I and Barrick, you you come up at the near the beginning of this conversation. Um, though you may not be listening. Um, I, I believe I have uh, a knowledge of how to get us to Dalcor. Um, the the only thing that I would require <clears throat> if you obviously these obelisks are, are occupied. Um, but if you know of any kind of other structure or anything, um, I, I could manipulate the runes on it to allow us to have access to Dalcor potentially uh, from this end to that end. Um, I would just need to be taken to a location where there is some kind of uh, um, implement that allows plane to travel. Um, mm, let's see. The one in Sharn just destroyed. Or at least, I mean, we scheduled for it to be destroyed. I guess they might have ignored us. <laughs> Uh, is there any place that you all have gone to to travel to another plane before? Um, didn't the gate in the Eldian Reaches get broken when the Lich came through? Is that the one that took us to uh, uh, Heaven? Yeah. yeah. Syriana. I mean, there's Miss Marsh. Is that... Okay, still there? I don't know. This was like episode three, so you're going to just have to... There's no reason to believe that the, the white oak archway that was there uh, is gone now. There's no way for us to get to Mist Marsh immediately. Unless someone can actually cast teleport for us and not just use a circle. Because I assume Mist Marsh is too small to have a circle. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Rukin's been trying to blow up that town, but... Um... <laughs> it's not his job anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Wh whoever whoever's in charge of that really should get on it. Um, I've been busy. <laughs> I just had to take an unscheduled business trip. It's not like I can just hop back to it. <laughs> I'm totally fine. Like my intention was to have in this current scenario, Jayala teleport you because she's, oh, she's an NPC. Who cares about what the player options are? Sure, um, sure, no. But she has never been to Miss Marsh, so it will be based off of your description. So the percentages for teleport will be in play because she's sending you somewhere she's never been. So uh, I don't know if the spell allows this. You tell me. Um, is this one of those things like scrying where if she has an item from the place, uh, it affects it? associated object means you possess an object taken from the desired destination within the last six months. We've been there within the last six months, right? It hasn't been six months since we killed Blukin. Did you take anything? Let's see. Uh, let's see. I don't recall. Taking I'm trying to remember if I took anything off of Lucan, which would have been from the, from the desired location. We definitely did something before we put him in the river, but I don't remember what it was. 
I may have just um if you all want to give her like one of your possessions you would have had while you were residing in Miss Marsh. I, I won't go full associated object, but I will bump it up to she has seen it casually. Which significantly increases your chances of getting nearby. I mean, I have things that have been to Mist Marsh with us, but I can't. I, everything Dex has has changed since the. You know what I mean? Like since they lived in Mist. He didn't even have his clothes anymore because he gave him to what's her name. The, the Drow. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um. Beric still has the weird little raven figurine that he's had the entire time that went to Mist Marsh with us. I mean, the ribbon weave is from Mist Marsh. That's true. But I can't leave that with her. Does she just hold it and then give it back? Does she have to keep it while she's doing the thing? I mean, because um, the ribbon weave, the amulet are both. I mean, here's the thing. She can, um, she, uh, she's very familiar with the cathedral at Silver Flame. So she can teleport with you and then immediately bamf back with minimal likelihood that she doesn't end up right where she wants to be. Mm-hmm. But you all need to decide if that's the action you're going to take or if you're going to go somewhere else. No, I mean, obviously, if she can do it, then this is the place we need to do it. I don't have any other option. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So Jayla turns and says, I can... I can help you if you if you have something from there. And I hand her my weapon. And I say, I mean, this might be the most from there thing there is. All right. It's, and honestly, that wouldn't even take us to Mist Marsh. Its origin is right there next to the stinking... It's in the forest. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. All right. And she um, focuses on it. Um, and you all are super... Good thing you had that ribbon weave. Or I guess Dex or uh, Barrack's amulet also would have done it. Um, so um, you all, in a moment, blink. And um, it's clear that she didn't get you right on target where you wanted to go. Um, you're actually just on the outskirts of Mishmarsh. You're right, like, you can see the lightning rail station in the distance. So you're outside the forest. Thank you, my lady. My lady. Yes? Flame does not speak to me anymore. Not for a long time now. Do you still possess a heart willing to listen? I believe so. Sometimes we think we cannot hear the flame because we think what we know what voice the flame will speak to us in. And then we realize the flame has been screaming at us all along. Just, just uh, not in a way that we were willing to listen. 
Look to those around you who provide you your compass. Perhaps, perhaps the flame will become more clear than it was before. Goodbye, Beric. Goodbye. And she, with a gesture, um, disappears. With Dex's ribbon weave. No. It's a, <laughs> um, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, um, end of episode. Um, uh, not walking through the gate. Uh, we walk through the gate and Dex says, I wonder what Orgav did. End of <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you want to be part of the conversation, head on over to the Facebook group, The Geek Pantheon. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at The Geek Pantheon. Um, if you want to join our amazing uh, Patreon community, you can head over to patreon.com uh, slash The Geek Pantheon, uh, where there's a lot of fun tiers for you, including... Uh, the Q&A tier, uh, when you listen to our Eberron Reviewed episodes and you hear all those amazing questions we get from our listeners, those are listeners that uh, are part of the Q&A tier to get their questions ensured that they are asked on the shows. Um, we're also proudly part of the D20 Radio Podcasting Network with all sorts of wonderful shows, including the Guardians of the Wills podcast, a podcast uh, hosted by some serious Star Wars fans and role players devoted to all of the Star Wars legends, non-canonical content in a galaxy far, far away. Um, they also occasionally do actual play Star Wars RPG episodes, which are a lot of fun. So if you love all things Star Wars, check them out, as well as all the other amazing shows over on the D20 Radio uh, website, d20radio.com. Uh, anyway, thank you all once again so much for listening. I'm your Dungeon Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And we will see you next time. Bye.